Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Chris is about to pick the balls to win our Super Regional in Gainesville. Not sure how that makes sense, but James, I hear you. Travi says, we need Proctor, Veach, and other bullpen guys to step up. We can do it. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we're, not, we're without Noah Hall. We all know that. 
Uh, Big Wash says, if Florida wins, we're going to have a bunch of crybabies whining for Kingston to be fired. And I, and I would say, Big Wash, that'd be the wrong approach to losing the series. I would say that's the wrong approach, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I just think that would be the right approach. I, I think Mark Kingston, the fact that he's got him to this point, is, uh, you know, I, I've already said my piece of what I think it means for Kingston and for his tenure here. But, uh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I'm sure Twitter will be in peak form this weekend. It'll be in peak form, no doubt. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see. Just running through these questions. Braddock843 talking about the head coaches list. Says if Brad Scott isn't number one, this list is bogus. Good Lord. Justin Langford ranks his top five. Lou Holtz, fifth. Paul Dietzel, fourth. Rex Enright, third. Joe Morrison, second. And Steve Spurrier, one. It was hard not to put Paul Dietzel at number one. Or not number one. It was hard to put Paul Dietzel not in the top five. It really was. Um, <clears throat> just didn't make my top five, though. But uh, Paul Dietzel, obviously one of the greats. Led the Gamecocks to the 69 ACC championship. So... Lynn Turner says that one in 21 stretch was brutal. Yeah, I, I can't even, I can't eat Lynn. I really can't even imagine. That was, I, it had really not clicked for me. I was just a youngster. I, I knew nothing about Gamecocks football. So I didn't firsthand experience 0 and 11 or 1 in 21. I didn't firsthand experience that. Mm-mm-mm. Lynn Turner, we were number two. We already knew that the number one team had lost. We would have been number one if we had just beaten Navy. Truly. Lynn Turner says, sad thing is Joe's passing probably saved us major sanctions from the steroid scandal. That is a very good point. That is a very, very good point, no doubt. Travis says, I was at Willie B in 09 when we trounced the Pussycats. Yeah, that was a hell of a game. I almost went to that game. Ruination said, wow, no Brad Scott and Muschamp. I'm literally shaking with rage. Ethan says, Griffey was one of my biggest baseball heroes. Him and Big Poppy and Simi Sousa first got me interested in baseball. Yeah, man, all legends. All those guys you mentioned, legends, man. Absolute legends. Um, Let's see. Is wearing Florida blue. Austin. I think, but I might have you confused with somebody else. No, so Austin, he chose the Gamecocks to win the regional. He did choose South Carolina. He just said that Campbell got shafted in the process and South Carolina should not have been hosting. So, yeah, Bobby Patterson says, give me Omaha easy. Roman Pageant, Omaha, baby, baseball is king. Uh, Jeff Gull is just winning the Super Regional. I mean, we could win the College World Series. Yes, this is to punch your ticket to the College World Series. Uh, Bobby Patterson, that 9-3, and three, I think, would put us too far ahead of schedule that I wouldn't know if we can sustain. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I listen, I, I, I get where Mark's coming from in the sense of, like, I guess if you're really just that casual about baseball, then you would take the football victory. But, dude... I, no, you, you don't take a football regular season win 
over going to Omaha to the College World Series. No shot. No shot. No freaking shot. Mm-mm-mm. Dalton Hines says, the players needed to wear that L in order to get their ass into gear to beat the Vols and the Tigers. I mean, dude, honestly, honestly, though, South Carolina does not beat Tennessee or Clemson, probably, if 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 Mark, if if the result isn't so bad that Shane Beamer's hand is forced in demoting Marcus Satterfield. So, it's a blessing in disguise. Bobby Patterson, I got Florida advancing. I've done my prediction. I have Florida advancing to Omaha. Yeah, I think they take the series in three games. Chris Miller says, I grew up in Sumter, South Carolina, hometown and current residence of Bobby Richardson. As head coach of USC from 1970 to 1976, he had some good teams from 74 to 76, two NCAA regionals and one College World Series runner-up team. So, yes, Carolina baseball was definitely good before the 90s. I was just giving some context. Like, it's been good for like 30 straight years. But, yes, South Carolina baseball was good before the 90s. Yes, I, I do understand that. I do understand that. So, again, guys, 843-790-3377. I do want to hear from each and every one of you. Somebody asked me, Chris, where's the Florida gift, the fa- the family guy gift? Um, I don't think he means the gift. I think he means the, vid- the video. Everyone from <laughs> the video, I post every single Florida week in football. So... Mm-mm-mm. Again, guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Great stuff today. Appreciate those over at Inside the Gamecocks, the Big Spur, J.C. Sherbert, J.B., and Phil Mullinax for having me on the show this morning. Great conversation with those guys. Uh, we had a really, really good time. And and guys, I'll say this because I'm sure you all saw it on social media, but you know, and and I and I like pops. I, I like pops frisbee a lot. But the here's the thing. When I give a prediction, like I don't view a prediction as positive, negative, what have you. I'm simply just giving my thoughts on what I think is going to happen. That's it. It's not an indication of who I'm pulling for. It's not an indication of I like one team more than the other. It is just simply a prediction. That is literally it. It is nothing more and it is nothing less, right? And so... I picked Florida to advance to Omaha. I, I, I think I listed all my reasons earlier in the show why I think Florida will take the series. And you got my guy Pops Frisbee. Why would you post this? I'm guessing, but why? Clicks? Clicks, I'm guessing? Certainly everyone has a right to an opinion, but why put negativity out there? A prediction's not positive or negative, my friend. And I don't know how many times I have to say this. Like, I understand why it happens. Because we are the biggest Gamecock entity out there, and we're a Gamecock entity based off our name, the Spurs Up Show, our logo being Garnet and Black, creating merch that's Garnet and Black that, you know, has Gamecock interest at heart. So, like, that's all fine and dandy, but I think where people, the misconception comes that we are a cheerleader of the University of South Carolina because of that. Oh, you're a Gamecock entity, so therefore you just promote all positive things Gamecocks. It's like, that's not true. Yes, we pull for the Gamecocks. I want the Gamecocks to win in everything. But I see things objectively and give an honest prediction while doing so. So, 
I don't know how that's hard for some people to understand. I don't get that. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Nancy's Nook. To accept, press one. Let's see it's what this is. I'm curious. Press two. Yo. Okay, very good. The slap dickery has made its way to the voicemail line, which that didn't come from the Spurs Up Show voicemail. That came from an actual number in Columbia, South Carolina. So um, I do not know. I do not know who that is or what that was. Hmm, interesting. Either way, guys, 843-790-337. That's 843-790-3377. Anyways, guys, yeah, to the point. I mean, back to it. Chase says the fact you have to explain what a prediction is says all about those people. I mean, again, it's it's just, it's one of those things, man, where people, they get confused in thinking that, like, I'm supposed to be, like, the largest hype man for South Carolina. Like, that, that's that's not it at all. Like, guys, that's, that's just not it. Like, that's not my role. That's not what I do. I don't know how anyone can have that misconception at this point. Like, I've picked South Carolina to lose so many times. I've picked them to win a lot as well, which people just tend to forget about. And I understand because it's human nature. We remember the negative and not the positive so much. But, like, I pick Carolina to win all the time. I pick them to win all the time, but also we got the rally puppies in the studio, which is a good omen, by the way. I pick them to lose all the or lose all the time, but I also pick them to win all the time. Like, but, oh, you're, why are you blasting this negativity? Bro, it's a pick. And I'm not going to sit there every weekend and pick a victory to be for the sake of positivity. Like, give me a break, dude. Like, literally give me a break. You weren't you weren't patting me on the back when I picked this to win the Columbia Regional. So why the hell are you coming to my mentions now want to say something stupid, say something cross? You sound like a dumbass. Like, straight up. Straight up. I don't know why people use Twitter to air themselves out as, I don't know. Let's turn to the phone lines. Call from Pandora's box. To accept, press one. Is there actually going to be a message or not? Pandora's box. Okay, so I guess what's going on, somebody's trolling right now, getting stores to call our number. I don't know how exactly that works, but there you go. The slap dickery has found the voicemail line. So, again, guys, 843-790-3377. You know, it feels good to be the one being trolled, man. I used to I used to dream about the point. I used to dream about the time of year or the time in business and the time of this show where, you know, in the beginning, I never got trolled because nobody cared what I said. Through the first year, second year, and then we started to grow, started to grow. And now, man, Twitter's a complete cesspool. We're getting trolled every day. But it feels good to be the one getting trolled. It feels good to be the one getting trolled. Um, that's kind of, believe it or not, that's the position you want to be in. Uh, I mean, I have it on good authority. We're the top topic of conversation amongst those you wouldn't think we would be. So it's uh, it's just kind of funny. It's kind of funny. But at the end of the day, uh, yeah, Lynn Turner, somehow they have hacked your line and getting your number to call stores. Yeah, I don't know how, Lynn, that works out. I don't know how that works out, Lynn. I don't know. People with too much time. So, anyways, the phone line is open for whatever madness or craziness or maybe even slap dickery you'd like it to be. So, um, let's see. 
Bobby Patterson says, Supers buy him another year at minimum. Yeah, Mark Kingston should be back next year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, the prediction was super regionals are bust and not necessarily winning it, but just getting there. So the, the expectation was supers are bust, and that's the point that Mark Kingston's got them to. So I, I have no issues with Mark Kingston coming back next year. So anyways, I got nothing but love for, for Pops Frisbee, and I know that he's he's – continue to follow up on Twitter about it, whatever, and I said something, but it's just like, it's a, just, this is coming from me. Maybe some people view this differently. I don't view a prediction as positive or negative. Like, I just take the phantom out and give my thoughts on what I think is going to happen. It doesn't change at all how I'm pulling, like, I I want the Gamecocks to win. There's no, there's no question about that. There's no, there, there's no debate about that, but I'm going to give my honest take and analysis of what I think is going to happen. I've been wrong a lot of times. I've been right a lot of times, and I don't want to be right this time. I don't want to be right this time. But it's so funny. Like, some people, they act like, it's like, do you want me to beat my chest after I pick Carolina to lose and and I'm correct? Like, I, I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be wrong. <laughs> like, I want to be wrong, right? But uh, I don't know. It's just the nature of the beast, man. It is what it is. It is what it is. So, anyways, I, I think it's a 50-50 series. I really do. I think it's just two great teams. It's best on best. It's it's what you want to see this time of the year. And uh it's two Omaha caliber teams. That the beauty is only one gets to go. Only one gets to go to Omaha. So, Brian Dean says, I got South Carolina winning in two games. Game one, seven to four. Game two, nine to three. I love that. Hey, I love that, Brian, and I'd love to see it happen again. Uh, big key, as I mentioned in the first hour, the patience. The patience at the plate, man. 24 walks. 24 walks. South kind of drew in that first series uh, against the Gators. That type of patience yet again, they're going to need to have it. They're going to need to have it for sure. So, anyways, guys, the phone lines are open. 843-790-3377. Appreciate each and every single one of you. I want to say, guys, thank you all so much for continuing to show love, support the podcast. The numbers continue to just skyrocket, go to the moon, if you will, since we started this new distribution model of the podcast. And uh, I really appreciate, man, each and every single one of you, the positive excuse me, the positive feedback that we've gotten on that front as well. Um, it's awesome. It's awesome stuff, man. And to see the growth, the show, and, and and to know that there's still there's still tons of growth. There's still tons of growth to go when it comes to the podcast and comes to the show and everything else. It's it's a blessing, man. It's really, really cool. It's, it's cool that you can be, you know, it, it's cool when you're along the journey when you can kind of reinvent yourself and, again, do things that are best for business, best for the consumer as well. And we've definitely done that, hit the sweet spot with the way that we are distributing the podcast on a – on a day-in, day-out basis. So, again, guys, we'd love to hear your thoughts. I have the Gators taking the series. I got them advancing. I think this is a series, as I mentioned, the first hour. It's got three games, man, written all over it. It's got three games written all over it. I I see this being a fantastic back-and-forth series. I think most likely... I think most likely, I've actually got, I think, the Gamecocks winning game one, losing game two, and then go into a game three winner-take-all game. And I, I just think, in Gainesville, I think Florida's got the upper hand. I, I, I just do. I mean, it's, listen, home field advantage is a big deal, and it's why you fight for it all season. And, you know, unfortunately, Florida got it. So, and, it, and it's unfortunate that Texas Tech couldn't have couldn't have taken down the Gators. They had to win one game where Florida had to win, what, had to win two, and they couldn't get it done. So, instead, you've got... Uh, Instead, you've got uh, you've got uh, Florida hosting. So let's see. 
Another by somebody else. I mean, it's funny. Somebody else speaks on Twitter. I will speak for everyone regardless of what they think. We do not care about the name, the players' names on the jersey. We will edit our own jerseys. Just drop the game. Yeah, I think that's how most people feel about the the EA Sports game. So. Yeah, just drop the game and let the community that's done all the roster stuff use generic players that remove likeness. So, and then they're going to feel real silly when the game drops with generic players, and then the, and then and then they're seeing people play with their, you know, play with them on the game, and it's like, well, I got nothing for it. So, I don't know, man. Hopefully, they come to an agreement. We all want to see that that series come back, that NCAA football series. So, um. Let's see. Bobby Patterson, we'll take game one. We take it in two. Ryan Dean says. It will be in the back of Florida's mind that South Carolina swept them. No doubt. No doubt. John Everett says, Chris, I got the Gamecocks in three. So, here's an interesting comment. Yeah, and Brian Dean Athlon's got the Gamecocks picked third in the SEC East. I did see that. Um... Here is an interesting comment because I'm surprised this made its way to people and I didn't say anything about it when it came about or when it hit my inbox, hit my DMs. Cockfan93 says, did you hear the audio by James Daniels' dad from Shane Beamer about NIL and saying that the money was promised? Um, since this is being asked, and I saw Bruin Nation say something earlier in the show that I'm, I'm not going to read out loud or publish, and I'm sure Bruin Nation understands why I won't do that. Um... And James Daniels, the, the father of Jaden Daniels, tweeted out something yesterday about uh, Shane Beamer, taking a shot at Shane Beamer. And uh, let's see. What exactly did it say again? <clears throat> what exactly did it say? I can't even find it. This dude tweets like a madman. Um, basically saying just about, you know, trust trust the man, not the logo, and, and really just insinuating that Shane Beamer is a coach that um, is not to be trusted or, or just it, sound, it seemed like he was questioning his integrity and his character. I will say this. James Daniels, the father of Jaden, he, he, he follows us on social media, and I've interacted with him before, like last football season, just about football stuff. Nothing, nothing, nothing crazy. And I will say that I was sent that audio. And I'll get to that more, Cock fan, in just a second. But we're going to jump to the phone lines right now. Call from? Robbie Davis, Zaxby's Hall of Famer. Robbie, what's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm doing good. I got me a full belly of Zaxby's, so I'm doing pretty hey, good. Hey, the Zaxby's king himself has a full belly of Zaxby's. <laughs> Love it, Robbie. Um. I, I just wanted to say a couple things. One, I absolutely agree with your um, top five coaches that you um, mentioned earlier. And obviously, I was not alive whenever we were being coached by Joe Morrison. But if it, I, tr I, I definitely think if it wasn't for his passing, he probably would have been the best coach in school history. 
There's a chance. There's definitely a chance, man. Unfortunately, we'll never know, but there's definitely a chance. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, everything happens for a reason, as as dark as that may sound to say. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I think, uh, you know, it'd be hard to top what Spurrier did, man. It'd be really hard to top what Spurrier did. Right. Because And another thing, too, is what I think people, I think people forget is that whenever he was hired, whenever Spurrier was hired, there was a lot of people that were like, there's no way he's going to win or be able to recruit the way he did at Florida. And there's no way he's going to win an SEC East title. And instead of being a jackass towards those people, he was like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to just do my thing and prove you idiots wrong. And it took a while, but that gummit, I mean, we won, we, we won the East, made it to Atlanta. We were recruiting very well in the, in leading up to the 2010 season. Even though it didn't happen, I'm, I, I, I believe that Furrier showed, Hey, you can win here and recruit here at a high level if you just give it time to develop and you get the right pieces. And like you also said, Beamer was on the 2010 staff, so he knows what it takes to turn this football team into a contender to to get to a conference title. Indeed. Yeah, Robbie, you you had a lot of good points. I I I I truly believe that he has a big old like like I guess you could call it like a study book or whatever of all the stuff that he's learned over the years of being an assistant and he uses that to help him with coaching here. Because he, he he everything that he's learned he's written down in like a really big like playbook kind of thing I guess you could say for lack of a better word and he and he uses that and uses everything that he's learned to help him with this job that he has because just like Spurrier he wants to prove hey you can win and recruit at a high level here you just gotta give it some time and let it build. And that is exactly what he's doing in the transfer portal and in just recruiting in general. He is building a program that we can be proud of regardless of the outcome of the games because at the end of the day, he's going to do what is best for the university, hands down, period. I agree with all that, Robbie. I, I think we're in a good spot. I think we're in a really good spot with Beamer. And I'm just telling I, – I, I, I've already made up my mind that if we, by some miracle, win a conference title, okay, I am probably going to have a – I'm probably going to go crazy, okay? I'm already crazy enough as is. But I will probably like it'll it'll be I'll be going completely bonkers, okay? 
they'll have to put me in a padded room, put me in a straight jacket. I'll be probably going crazy if that was to ever happen. But, um, and, uh, but that's what I think about that. And my prediction for the weekend. Okay. This is the last thing that I'm done. Okay. I, I, I definitely think that we are going to win tomorrow for sure. For tomorrow, my prediction is 6-3 South Carolina. For Saturday, 7-3 South Carolina. And no need to play on Sunday because we're going to send Florida packing. The 6-3-7-3, Carolina wins both. Yes. I like it. Hey, I hope your prediction comes true, my friend. <clears throat> I would love to and see I'm, and And just in case there is a game three, I'm probably going to miss it because I'm leaving Sunday afternoon to go help out with that camp, and I won't be back until Friday. Hopefully then it's just two games and done. We we take both two. I don't want you to miss the third game. Yeah, two games and then done and then off to Omaha. <clears throat> Packing the bags for Omaha and getting it done. But um but that's all I got. Go Gamecocks and to hell with Clemson. To hell with them. Well said, Robbie. Well said. All right, buddy. You have a good one. Yeah, man. You too. Appreciate you. Robbie Davis. Appreciate him calling in. Six minutes and 47 seconds for Robbie Davis. Six minutes, 47 seconds. Uh, the overhits. <clears throat> the overhits, Austin Gregory. So you don't have to find anything better to do with your life because Robbie just went over. What did what did uh, Ruben Nation set it at again? What was the over-under? 634. So yeah, so y'all y'all are both right. So the over the over cashes today for Robbie Davis. Uh, again, really quickly, guys, back to the James Daniels thing. Uh, again, I, I was I've interacted with him very, very briefly during like the football season. Like just talk. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talking ball, whatever, but very briefly. Um, and I was sent a couple of weeks ago. I, I don't know, remember exactly when it was, but a couple of weeks ago, James Daniels, uh, the father of Jaden Daniels, sent me an audio recording of a phone call between he and Shane Beamer, which I'm almost positive is like a legal. I don't think in the state of South Carolina you are allowed to record people on a private phone call. I, I I could be wrong. Again, this was May the 16th when he did this. And I have not said anything. Of course, I haven't posted anything because I just feel like what like I'm not going to I'm not going to spark a fire that isn't there. You know what I mean? I, I'm not gonna spark a fire that there's no need to spark. But uh, I, I was sent something by the by the father of the former quarterback, Jaden Daniels, walk-on quarterback. And uh, basically, <clears throat> basically, he had mentioned things that had happened with promises, I guess, from Marcus Satterfield and, and, and Beamer and NIL maybe or something. I, I, I have no idea. Um, he actually reached out to me trying to resolve the matter, which I'm like, I'm, I mean, dude, you're, you're kind of, I don't know. You're you're sort of reaching out to the the wrong person, I think. Um, but I, I just I, I did not feel the need to spark anything. But it feels it's I, I don't know why. Maybe it sounds like he's he's sending this audio to other people now. Is that what's happening? Maybe because I don't know how anybody else would know about it unless he was sending it out to people. So I don't know. I I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. You know, guys, I, I give, I'll tell you this, I, I give, I give my honest opinion and takes on things South Carolina, but I am a fan at the end of the day, and I, I'm not going to support anything that's going to hurt the University of South Carolina. Like, I'm just not doing it. And something like that, 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 that witch hunt, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to support it. I'm, I'm not going to, oh, he posted it on the top. Really? No. What? Wow. Posted it on the timeline. Wow. The fact that he is posting this on the timeline. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, then I guess it's out there. It's it's not really a secret anymore. Wow, I, I did not know that. Thank you for pointing that out. That is... Wow. Wow. That, that, that is... that is That's stunning to me. That, that is truly stunning to me that he threw that on the timeline. Hmm. Mm-mm, that is crazy, man. That is crazy. Uh, Brian D, let's get back to the, 
the questions here. Brian Dean, Chris, who do you think will be our starting running back for the season opener against North Carolina? I think it's Dak Joyner. I think it's the carry-on Joyner. I do. Yep. I think Dak Joyner will be RB1 for the season opener. That's crazy, though, man. That's, I mean, that's, it's out there now. I mean, it's out there now. And so I guess since it's out there, I, I don't mind telling you all what he told me in that he also referred to Shane Beamer as, quote, he's not worthy of the title coach, in my opinion, end quote. So, I, I don't know, man. That's that's crazy, crazy. I did not know he posted the audio. Um, and again, to share that audio without consent is, I mean, shoot, we've got, I mean, I guess at this point, it's on the timeline. We've got the audio, so we could share it. We can share this. Y'all want to hear it? I mean, should we play it? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if we should actually play it. I mean, I've heard it, and I don't think it makes Beamer look bad at all. He's just telling him, like, hey, whatever Satterfield said, like, that's not, he said something he shouldn't have. I think he literally says that in the, In the, I don't know, in the call. I I, I don't know. I, I don't really want to play it, man, to be honest with you. I, I really don't. I, I just don't, I just hear the thing, Cot fan, it's on social media. I just don't want to play it on the airwaves. I, I really, I don't really want to play it on the airwaves, man. Like, I, I hate to even bring, like, a bunch of light to it. And I just don't know if, you know, me sharing it would be in the best interest of, the show. I mean, it's you, you said play it. Somebody's going to do it. I mean, it's out there, Cockman. It's out there for sure. It's out there. It's out there. But it feels weird to play a call between like a private call. You know what I mean? That just feels weird to me. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is, though, with James Daniels and why he's so, so butthurt and so upset. But um, I, I don't know, man. I just think it is a it is a very, very, very weird move to be recording a call, a private phone call, and posting that on social media. I mean, I, I just I don't understand it. I, I don't I don't know how that's even Brian Deans has sat, made promises, and knew he was leaving. Again, I I I just I don't know. And I'm sure Beamer is aware of this. I'm sure Beamer is handling it. Again, thank you all so much for the continued love and support all week long. Looking forward to an exciting weekend of baseball in the Gainesville Super Regional. Madison Nugget says, if it goes to the third game, will you host a Cola Ale House party? No, Madison, we will be in Greenville yet again at the Woodruff Road location. We'll be there all weekend Long. Let's go ahead and jump to the phone lines here. Skyler, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? I'm doing well. What's going on? Man, I was just calling and talking a little super regional again, my little prediction to you. Yeah, man. Yeah, what, do you, what how you uh, how you feeling going in the weekend? Well, I, I, it go either way. For the Gamecocks to win the Super, they have to win the first two games. If it goes game three, I think Florida's definitely going to win uh, if it goes three games. Right. I, I, I tend to feel the same way. I mean, it, it obviously it obviously favors Florida for sure. Um, I mean, it obviously favors Florida. So, um, 
you know, being at their place. Carolina haven't won a series there since 2011, and I, I like the Gators pitching death a little bit more than South Carolina's. But I, I'd agree with you, man. You do everything you can to win those first two games. Right. Uh, I feel like if you win the first game, you're you're definitely going to go all out to win the second, pitching wise. So I know it's, it's going to be Jack Mahoney Friday, James Hicks Saturday, and Sunday's going to be TPA because if you win Friday, you're definitely not saving Sanders and Jones. You're trying to win them all. You're trying to throw them all the next day behind James Hicks to win the, to win the ball game. Yeah. So. How do you think they use Will Sanders this weekend? Uh, if you if you it just depends. Like if you if you win Friday, and, you know, and you need a closer Saturday to win the game. You're definitely seeing him Saturday. But if you you know if you lose Friday and once again if you need someone to close out Saturday because you lost Friday, you're definitely seeing him again. But if you win Friday and you're losing big Saturday, I think you see. Uh, uh, then throw the weaker bullpen guys Saturday and try to play for it all Sunday. Mm-hmm. It'll, be, it'll be really interesting to see the the chess match, that is, the the pitching matchups. And, I mean, I, I was – you know, I, I tell you, Scott, if I was solely in Kingston, I don't think I'd release – I don't even think I would release a, release a uh, starting rotation. Like, why not just go TBA, TBA, TBA? You well, know what I mean? Well, practice, so. pra- practice is at 245 today. And, uh, okay, and I'm, they'll, I'm, they'll chat. Okay. Yeah, after practice, Kingston will be talking to the media today. Okay. So, we'll see after practice. Uh, but like I said, since Sanders is a, is a guy you definitely don't want to waste up five, six runs and definitely don't want to definitely don't want to waste if you're down five, six runs. Yeah. You know, if you throw Sanders Sunday, it's because you need to win game three. Or if you throw on Saturdays because – you need to win game two and close it out. I don't think you see him Friday night. I think you will see, you know, uh, you will see Mahoney. And depending on the score, if you're winning or or losing closely or tie ball game, you see Eli Jones come in and probably Creed Speech. Indeed. Yeah, I think that's probably how they'll go about it as well. You're definitely not going to see, you know, Eli Jones or Beach or – any of your future arms uh, winning six, seven runs or or even losing four to five runs. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're down one, two runs and you're trying to keep the ball game close for your offense, of course you want to see it. Or if you're up one, two runs, you want to, of course you want to see your better arms. Mm-hmm. So, but I do think, you know, talk a little bit about the Gators here. Their, their roster does not have any holes in it at all, I think. Personally, they probably have one of the best rushers in college baseball, plus probably the best college baseball player outside of, you know, the guy LSU. Mm. And uh, and if they're on, I just don't see us winning down yeah. in Florida. Not, I'm not, not, not to knock on the Gamecocks. Just, you said we – like I said, the Gamecocks just don't play good at Gainesville. It's just like the Florida Gators don't play good at Founders Park because yeah. it's been 2018 since Florida's winning Founders. And, mm. And it's been 2011 since the game caught one in Gainesville. And it's just one of your things. Yeah. No, for sure. No, listen, I, I think that definitely factors in. And I mean, there's no secret. You have the advantage when you're playing at home versus on the road. And, you know, again, man, I, I echo what I was just saying a little bit earlier. I mean, I, I also picked the Gators to advance, but it's I'm not doing that in pulling for Florida. I obviously want the Gamecocks to go to Omaha. That goes without saying. But to the points you've made and some of the ones I've made as well, I, I do think Florida is is, is – 
primed to do it. Now, I, I think it's a 50-50 series. I really do believe it could go either way. And I think one of the things we're not factoring in is sort of the intangibles, right? Of Because this time of year, a lot of it comes down to, does the ball bounce your way? Does Uncle Mo in your dugout? And do things that are beyond comprehension swing in your favor? We saw that in 10, 11, and 12 and some other times as well. But uh, those are hard things to predict, predict. So based off what we know right now and going off what we've seen on the field, uh, I got to lean the way of, uh, of Florida. I do think the boys are ready to play, and they're not going to lay down at all. Right. As, this is not going to be one of them things that Florida just ten times tons better than us, and we're just going to go down there and just hope to score some runs to keep it competitive. We're going to go down there and the thought of our hands is to win this win this thing, and you know we're better than Florida. Mm-hmm. And these boys are ready to play, and they're going to try to you know win the game. So indeed. But I do. Uh, I do want to, before I get off the phone, I do think Florida is your national champion this year. I just think pitching-wise, they probably have the best staff in college baseball. And the win tournaments like Omaha, like, you know, if you lose a game, or lose a game or something, you got to have the pitching to bounce back. And I think Florida has that. Like I said, they have the complete lineup, mm-hmm. you know, one through nine. Another thing before I get off the phone is uh, next year, I think we're even better next year than we are this year. So, okay. With that being said, you know, you got that Gavin Cash is coming back to school. Dylan Brewers will come back to school. You know, uh, I think a couple players do enter the portal, like Carson Hortum. I think he's gone. Evan Stone, I believe he's gone, but you still have Tippett. You still have Braswell. You still have LaCroix. You're still going to have Jacob Cotman. You're still going to have Cole Messina. I mean, and you're going to have some guys coming in the portal that's going to help you out. So, I just think, you know, if we can get the pitch, the pitchers in the portal and, you know, and, and maybe we can keep a Mahoney or, you know, possibly not. I, I think he's kind of leading a pro, but, you know, I still think, you know, you got Roman Kendall, Kimball, and however you want to pronounce his name. I think you're set up really well if you get the right guys out of the portal for this pitching staff. Yeah, no, for sure, man. No, for sure. I, I think uh, it sets up well next year as well, so – you know, we'll see. I mean, we saw it from last year to this year, the way the a ball club can change in a very short amount of time with all the new faces you had. But, uh, you know, I, I think Kingston's going to continue to try to win that way, man. Attack the transfer portal. And, I mean, why wouldn't you do it if you can go out and get veteran pieces that have done it before at a high level? And, you know, you're taking much less of a, fr- a, a, a much less of a risk, you know, versus trusting a true freshman. So, um, it'll be interesting to see how they attack that moving forward. But, uh yeah, big one this weekend, man. That would certainly help boost the recruiting efforts and the portal efforts and, you know, everything in between. And, you know, just you don't lose a lot in that in that back order next year. Yeah. Really, I, I, in my own opinion, you only lose Braylon Wimmer if I'm home. I mean, you can correct me if I'm right, but you only lose Wimmer out that lineup. Everybody else comes back. Mm-hmm. So you have a chance to be really good offensively next year. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm really just really, you know, just what they do is we're losing so many arms that they're losing. So. Indeed, well, Skyland, I, I appreciate you calling in, man. I'm looking forward to a fun weekend of baseball. And uh, I hope you and I are both wrong. Hope the Gamecock. <coughs> excuse oh, me, hope, of course. Hope this time <coughs> next week we're talking about uh, South Carolina and Omaha making a run. Just because I give a, production, a prediction to these fans out here, even on my group page, that they say, I can't believe, or you're a Carolina fan or a Florida fan, I can't tell. It's just, I'm just giving my education by the paper guess. Of course, we want the Gamecocks to win and go win a national championship, but 
by paper, we have to be realistic. Indeed. Indeed we so, do. Have a good day, Chris, and I hope we get to play tomorrow. If you ain't looking at the weather, it's looking slim to none. Mm. And so hope we get to start it off tomorrow night. Indeed, no my guy. Indeed. Hey, I appreciate you, Skylin. Always a pleasure. Later. Check the weather for Gainesville. See what we're looking at. Mm -mm. Weekend weather in Gainesville, Florida. Let's see. Okay, Friday, high of 91, 60% chance of rain. I mean, that's that's pretty typical. Um High of 89, 30% chance of rain on Saturday, and then 91 on Sunday with a 60% chance of rain. But it's Florida. They're always going to have a chance. Let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from. To accept, press 1. Just Not even going to entertain it. <laughs> can't If you can't listen, if you can't say your name, I'm not taking your call. If, if you can't even, if you don't even have the, uh, have the courage to say your name on a call, then... I, I'm not going to take your name, though. So, I will say this, too. I will say this, too. John Edward, my guy. I, I want to give some feedback to my guy, John Edward. John Edward, John Edward, you got a very short fuse, my man, and you're very combative, and you're very, uh, you know, wanting to go. And, and, John Edward, you ask for smoke in comments. You ask for smoke on Twitter. You ask for smoke across the board. I love you, John Edward. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. You don't have to yeah you don't have to have such a short fuse with everything. You don't have to get upset over all these comments and stuff like that. Like it's okay, John. It's it's not that serious. I promise my guy. You'd be a lot happier if you don't take it so serious. All right, let's jump back to the phone lines. Call from Peyton Smith. Peyton, what's up? Chris, what's going on? Just hanging out, man. What's up? So, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Gamecocks football for a second. I don't think a lot of people realize exactly how close we were to being an 11-win team last year. I don't think there's a single game other than Georgia that we were really ever out of. And we were in position to win a lot, a lot more games than we, should, than we did. Mm-hmm. So, like the Arkansas game, for instance, it was just very, very frustrating going down the stretch. And we just couldn't seem to make the plays necessary to walk out of there with a win. But we were right there. So that's one game. And then, of course, the Missouri game was just a, just a shit show. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? Do you think we were close to – I mean, we, we lost three of four – yeah, three of our four regular season losses were to six and six teams. So, I mean, you know, you kind of feel like maybe you left something out there. Um, I don't know that Arkansas was, I don't know. It wasn't, it, it was, they ran away with it. You couldn't stop the run, but, uh, you know, I, I think that's looking at the bright side very much. So, but, uh, you know, you could have won more than you did for sure. I mean, you were very close if it would have clicked offensively early in the season. hundred percent, but I just wanted to get call and get your take on that. I won't take up too much more of your time. I appreciate the, uh, the answer. And I'll definitely be be sure to call in more in the future. I love the show. Been a fan for a while. 
and uh, go Cots, and thanks for his up show. Bye-bye. Peyton, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the call. Great stuff, and it's just really unfortunate that I have to be, like, on edge when new people call into the show because, honestly, guys, you just never know who it is. But, uh, no, Peyton, I appreciate that call, my man. And to your point, listen, South Carolina lost three of four regular season games to teams that went 6-6. Six and six. So, I mean, um, you feel like Mizzou, you let slip. You feel like Florida, you obviously let slip. Uh, Arkansas was a game that I think because of your porous run defense, I don't know that you really ever had a real shot to win that one. Um, and then Georgia was just a, a bloodbath. But, uh, I mean, you think about if the offense would have clicked sooner. I mean, you de- I think you definitely beat Missouri. If you have an offense that's even competent, I think you would have beat Missouri last year, right? And uh, Florida may have gone completely differently. So, you at least left another win out there. There's no question. You at least left another win out there. So, Peyton, I appreciate the call, and that's great perspective. And, you know, we'll see if South Carolina can, can uh, maybe pick up a couple of those dubs they did not get a season ago. But, uh, yeah, anyways. Let's shut up the phone lines here. Call from Aaron. Aaron, what's up, my man? Been a while. How are you? Man, you know I'm listening to you. I just don't call every day. I'm doing my <laughs> thing. I got, what, I got fucking six minutes, I mean, freaking six minutes before I have to be in the shower and get ready for work. But, yeah, man, you know I'm always going to, always got to go positive and negative. Mm. You, you know, like, Think about the games that South Carolina won that should, that could have went the other way. Mm-hmm. It, it was always like that. I remember mm-hmm. when that Chris Kosh, you remember the Chris Kosh dude was the defensive coordinator, and I heard him on, this is long ago, I heard him on Teddy's show. And I'm like, it, yeah, y'all were close in a lot of games, but what about the games you won that were close? Yeah. Like that Florida game was out of it, and I was mm-hmm. at that. I was, I was sitting in the stands at that game. That that thing was over with by halftime. Arkansas was over over with. Now I'm I'm thinking about the future of South Carolina. Like right now, they have a bomb quarter quarter uh, quarterback room on paper, mm-hmm. right? And they did what they did last year with Spencer Rattler. I don't think he played up to his full potential. I thought getting him from Oklahoma was a a, a big balls move, and the end of the year was great, but he, you know, he was disappointing. Uh, it, he was disappointing up until then. He needed he needed a breakout. I'm I'm still leery on the running game, the offensive line, the defensive line, and the defensive backs coming into this year. Mm-hmm. South Carolina's going to have to score a crap ton of points to to beat most teams this this up and coming year. And can you get the ball rolling straight out of the bat with the new offensive coordinator? So those are those are the questions I have just looking at the season going into it because the, I mean that defensive line. I only think that maybe they're better than Vanderbilt, but other than that, yeah, that defensive line, that offensive line. Now they got young offensive linemen. I, I think I think this will be the year to get the young offensive linemen some time and get them some, you know, get them some reps because next year and the year after that, that offensive line should be a freaking monster mm-hmm. with the dudes they got coming in and uh, running back. I don't know what's going to happen there. And uh, I think the problems came when, when uh, Spencer Rattler became more one dimensional and really had to make 
and really had to make tough decisions. Mm-hmm. So are they going to go more air raid where he has lots of lots of check down throws and just uh, using using the passing game as more of a running game? I mean, I don't know. Those those are the things that would bother me if I'm looking at this up and coming season. Yeah. Offensive line, defensive line, running back, defensive back. I mean, you can't lose your best defensive line. I mean, you can't lose your best corner cornerback. Uh, even though there's some young talent at linebacker, there there's still a, that Stone Blanton kid. Uh, the one with, who, who is this the second torn ACL or or not second tour in AC. He came in to Kaba. Yeah, Kaba. Yes. Is he going to improve this? Year? Yeah. Is he? Is that a second? Is that a second ACL, or is he just still recovering? No, I think it was Sherrod Green that had dealt with multiple. I think this is just the one. Um, so, this is just the one. The one ACL. The the, the offensive uh, the offensive line would really really scared me because South mm. Carolina came into the year with like four or five. No, with four big time, well, not big time, experienced offensive linemen. And now you're coming back with hardly any and less talented. Mm. That was that was scared me with a with a guy who's shaky about his decision making. Would you agree that Smitler Rattler's decision making, I would say at times is shaky. I say his decision making is shaky more than it's not. I mean it, I, it may not it may not yeah. it may not vary in a wide mm. range. But like sometimes, like there's some games where you look at it, and you're like, "Damn, he made that, he threw that." Mm. But then again, I'm not freaking, I'm not behind the line watching 270 pound guys chase after me either. So I'm all freaking talk myself. Well, Aaron, I was going to say to your point, man. I mean, <laughs> I, I think Spencer Rattler does have like those characteristic traits of a Brett Favre, where he just, you know, I think Rattler gets in positions at times where he trusts his ability and his arm maybe a little bit too much. And, uh, you know, I mean, I talked to Brad Lowing about this when I interviewed him that we had our conversation a couple weeks ago, and he was just saying that, um, you know, as a defensive coordinator or a defensive coach, like you, you, you look forward to trying to take advantage of those guys because you know you're going to get opportunities as a defense to make plays, right? You're going to get opportunities. So, you know, Rattler's a guy I think you've just got to kind of live with the good and bad. I mean, the, the Clemson game last year is a perfect example, right? Spencer Rattler was brilliant at times in that game. He was also downright awful at times, at times. People forget that, right? But, I mean, what about the red zone interception? I mean, that would have that would be the talking point, not his play had Carolina lost that if, game. If they, you know I mean? if they lost that game. If they had lost the game. I, like, so. I, like I said, he's a, he's a, he's a monster. I, in my opinion, he's the best quarterback to ever – like, he's the most talented quarterback to ever play at South Carolina. That's what – that's in my opinion. I can't think of anyone who was better than him talent wise. But my gosh, his decision making his decision making is is troubling. I wouldn't say all the time, but a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And what how is that going to play out if how is that going to play out if the line doesn't hold for him? And he has no running game to take a couple reps off every now and again. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I want to see it. This is Shane Beamer. He proved this coaching shop last year because they were dead in the freaking water after that Florida game, and he had to make changes. And he pushed the right button and got it done. But up until that point, his his coaching ability wasn't questioned. 
it ain't no doubt about it. Now he's a freaking monster, and he might he might be the one to get South Carolina going in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Now it's just now it's just can he build off the uh, can he build off the momentum momentum of last season. Mm-hmm. Well, to your point, Aaron, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. You, yeah, you bring up a lot of great points, Aaron, and I want to say this, too. I can't chat with you without mentioning to people that you were the one that came up to me in pregame with the Tennessee game and told me, hey, it'd be a very South Carolina thing for them to go out and win this game tonight. And I think you may have even picked the W, and sure enough, you were spot on. So that was – Listen, I've been watching South Carolina football. I, I grew up less than a mile away from the stadium, graduated from Drea High School. Listen. I've been watching uh, scalping tickets and watching South Carolina football my entire life. This is not – that was not out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. That is not – what happened at Tennessee was, was not out of the ordinary. Hey, man, I got to get in the shower, man. I'm a holler. Aaron, sounds good, man. I appreciate you. Oh. Take care. In a minute, man. Aaron, what a le- – <laughs> What a legend Aaron is, bro. What a legend Aaron is. I love that. Here on this Thursday, as we get ready for a big weekend in Gainesville, Gamecocks and Gators, and of course, guys, in case you missed it, we will be at Carolina Alehouse all weekend long, and Carolina Alehouse is your place to watch the Super Regionals. If you want to come watch with yours truly, we'll be at Carolina Alehouse Woodruff Road in Greenville, South Carolina, tomorrow at 6, Saturday at 3, and then, of course, Sunday if necessary, which hopefully it's not because South Carolina takes this series in a perfect 2-0 sweep. But come out, hang with us. Uh, We'll have towels and koozies for sale. We'll also have koozies to give away. We will have gift cards we'll be giving away in a contest, if you will, for those who are in attendance. So going to be a lot of fun at Carolina Alehouse. Be sure to check it out, guys. Appreciate you all that come out. We always have a great crowd and turnouts in Greenville, South Carolina, in the upstate. So, again, thank you all so much for the continued love and support in that regard. So, uh, let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. John Ebert says, thanks for the advice, Chris. John, I'm just trying to help you, man. I'm, I'm just trying to help you. Um, dude, listen, it's, it's you're, you're, let me just put it to you this way, John Ebert, I, and I know it's tough, and I'm speaking from a, I'm speaking from a much different perspective than you, John Ebert, because I do this for a living, and I'm going on, you know, my, my sixth year doing it, so I've learned over the years how to operate on social media and the tactics that work best. And John Edward, there there is there is no going back and forth and reasoning with trolls. There, there, there is none of it, John Edward. John Edward, trolls are fueled by your response. The only way to stop a troll is to pretend they don't exist and not respond. And why would you have open-ended, or why would you have any sort of conversation with somebody from that level of thinking? Like, what do you expect to get out of that conversation? What do you expect, John, to get out of that exchange? Like, why would you go down to that level and have that convo? You just, you wouldn't. There's there's no point. You're gaining nothing. Nothing positive is coming from it. So, John Edward, just mind your own. Keep a cool head. Don't engage in the slap dickery. And you'll be much, much happier, I think. And Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. For peaceful existence on a day-in, day-out basis. Just my two cents. Uh, anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. Travi says, if, if Spencer can have a Shaw-type decision-making ability, watch out. I mean, Travi, if, if, yeah, that would be... I mean, basically, if you're telling me if he throws one pick this year, yeah, Carolina's going to have a great season. But I don't think, Travi, I don't think that is Spencer Rattler. I, I don't think that's what makes Spencer Rattler great. It, it is his sort of gunslinger mentality. And, uh, you know, it, it is that gunslinger mentality, but it can also get you in trouble. But you kind of live with, um, you live with the, the good and the bad, if you will. You know, you, you take some of that bad to get a lot of that good you get with Spencer Rattler. Um, Travis says, man, one positive, the different platforms the show aired on was less dipshits, no doubt. Well, Travis, I think the big reason is this, because if you were somebody, if you were somebody on, um, Facebook, you know, there, there really weren't any Facebook trolls. It's all YouTube. It's all YouTube. So, you know, I apologize for that, Travis. I mean, it's why we have a moderator now in place. So, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where like, it doesn't bother me. The comments don't bother me. I actually kind of think it's funny at times, but it bothers the people that tune in the show and just want to talk Gamecocks and talk sports and not have just complete nonsense flood the chat. So I do apologize to you guys. I, uh, you know, I hate it. I hate it. I hate how thick of skin people have to have to be a fan of TSUS. I hate how thick of skin people have to have to be a guest on TSUS. I hate how thick of skin um, people have to have to have me on their show. That is the thing I hate the most. I don't care about the shots on social media. I don't I don't give a single damn because I know me and I know myself and I know what I stand for and I know my character and everything else. So none of the nonsense and the witch hunt on social media bothers me to any degree. I feel more badly for the people who support my show, love my show, love me as a person, my family, my friends, those very close to me. I feel for them that they have to deal with it. And it's why I've said before, guys, I would be lying to you if I told you it's it's not one of the reasons why I have not gone to games quite as much or like any of the baseball games, which I planned on going to a few games this season. Unfortunately, some plans, some things changed and happened and was not able to get down there. But, you know, I I have people in my life that would go with me that I don't want to subject to the nonsense. I just don't. And, and I don't think that's an unfair and unreasonable thing. Um uh, and I know it's not. I don't need anybody's justification on it because I'm one of one and unique and living this life that nobody else is living. So um, I will just say that, uh, yeah, it, it's just unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but it's just the reality, man. It's it's the nature of the beast. And I appreciate you guys understanding that the slap dickery doesn't even remotely define us. It's just kind of a funny part of what we do. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from John Edward. John Edward, what's up, man? How are you? Dude, um, what I didn't want to call him because I really talk like I am saying I'm looking forward to the weekend. But I know I said something in the comment section, dude. Um, thanks for the advice and uh, someone that you know you've been doing this a while. I appreciate your advice. I really mean that. John Edward, I appreciate you, my guy. I'm just looking out for you, man. Just trying to make social media no, and everything no, else it's in just, a more enjoyable place. Yeah. 
a more enjoyable place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just, I don't know, even as a 27-year-old guy, <laughs> you know, even, you know, you get older, you're still learning. Yeah, no, for sure, man. For sure. No, it's, I, I know it's, I mean, listen, it's it's not human nature to operate on social media in a day in, day out basis and see negative things about yourself and not be affected by it, but uh, it's kind of what you have to do. It's just, that's how you got to operate, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, and I, you know, that's why I haven't, you know, as I really know the prayers happening, you know, Twitter space is all a bunch of BS and, uh, I think, you know, I've learned not to. I'm like, if, if I don't follow them, I'm probably not going to like, pop in or anything. But, you know, like, I'll just, you know, look at the content and unless it's you or somebody else that, you know, tunes in this show, I'll not going to respond. What's the point? There is none, my guy. There is none. There is none. No, yeah. And, yeah, I'm like, you know, I know I sent this comment. I had a couple minutes. But, uh, like I said, I think I've got it. Winning it, but it's going off. I think it's going all three days. I love that. Hey, we'll see, man. It's going to be yeah. an interesting series. Yeah. I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm excited for it, man. Again, it's it's best on best, exactly as it should be, and I, I think it's going to be a great weekend for baseball. No, yeah, and, you know, even, be, even the last time – I don't remember the last – you probably tell me real quick. When was the last time we were in a position to go to Omaha? The last time we were in a Super was 2018. The last time we won a Super was 2012. So, it's it's been a while since we've actually 2012. won. Definitely. So 2012, we won. You said went to Omaha. Was that Christian Walker's last year? That was yes, Christian Walker's last year. Yes, the third against Arizona, third year against Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah, which is like crazy to think about. He's having success at the big league level, but it's crazy. I was like, I don't know if you ever see that again. A guy spends three years of school, goes to Omaha every year. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, yeah. I know you made it in the show, but thanks for taking the call, and I appreciate your advice anytime. John Everett, I appreciate you, man. Always a pleasure to hear from you. I uh, see you, bro. Yeah, man. Take care. Great stuff from John Everett. Guys, that's going to do it. Hey, we have hit 3 o'clock. By the way, Florida has announced their weekend rotation. Let's see. Florida has announced, has announced their weekend rotation. It will be. It looks like our guy in all kinds of weather has said Brandon Sprout will go tomorrow. But it looks like Sports Talk is saying Hurston Waldrop will be the starting pitcher. So, I don't know. I I thought that, uh, yeah. Sports Talk is saying Hurston Waldrop will start game one against the Gamecocks. So, that means Brandon Sprout goes game two. So, we'll see. Again, they're going to drop this. This It's all probably in the next hour or so. We will get more information on... Who will be going for with the Gamecocks and the Gators all weekend long? Guys, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your Thursday, and we will talk to you all tomorrow.
spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.